Welcome to Radiant Alchemy with Sakara Ray. Take a little break and join me for a short little while while we contemplate ways that we can make our lives easier and more joyful and live more authentically in our life's purpose. Let's get started. Well, good afternoon, dear ones. It is so nice to be back with you after a little hiatus. Like many other people in the world, I was feeling a little burned out and struggling to find inspiration and, and good news. And so I refrained from putting anything out for a little while because, as you know, unless I can put something that feels genuine and helpful and inspiring out into the universe, I would rather just skip it than than to put things out consistently, even if that ends up being mediocre. So um, all I want to do today is share a very cool story with you. So if this is your first podcast with me, I would encourage you to go back and listen to some of my previous episodes. If you are one of my devoted listeners, this is going to be a little podcast that sort of ties the room together. So you know that we've touched on topics before like miracles and human resilience and forgiveness and that there's always enough time. Um, so I have a very heartwarming, lovely story to share with you today that sort of brings all of those elements together. And now this will be a great example where you see that I'm not just saying these things to say them, but it's actually true. So I hope that it inspires you and uplifts you and gives you a reason to smile uh, for the rest of the week. So we've had a wonderful thing transpire in my family. I'm very into genealogy and ancestry and all of that kind of stuff. And so I've done, you know, the DNA kits, the ancestry DNA and 23andMe. And a couple of weeks ago, I had someone send me a message that was looking for help um, you know, filling in part of a, you know, part of their family tree. And it looked like we had some, some lineage somewhere along the line. And it turns out that we are, in fact, I believe, third cousins. And we have a mutual great-grandfather. So we emailed back and forth for, um, you know, a couple times. And then we just decided it would be easier to talk on the phone. So we ended up having a phone chat this week and it was just wonderful. It was just wonderful. It was comfortable immediately. Um, we got along wonderfully. We got to, you know, share some stories about things we knew and fill each other in on things we didn't know. And um, it just was very cool to connect with someone that I had no idea I was related to. But uh, you find these little similarities that trickle down through generations, even, you know, even kind of far removed. And um, so basically, this new cousin that I have was looking for information on my, my paternal grandmother's side of the family. So my grandmother and his grandfather were siblings. And so we share, you know, mutual great-grandparents. But he grew up, sadly, without his father and grandfather in his life. And as the pandemic is doing for a lot of people, it is causing us to sort of give pause and reflect on things. And 
realize what's truly important. Um, you know, to kind of take stock and get rid of things that aren't working and to create new patterns. And uh, I know a lot of people are actually using this time to do uh, deeper healing work, not just physical healing, but, you know, emotional, spiritual healing. This pandemic is kind of the time when we're all kind of cleaning up our crap. And so I think for him, this gave him the time and the opportunity to go, I think I really want to know where I came from. You know, what's the other, what's my other half? What does that look like? And some of the things that he found were, uh, you know, heartbreaking. Um, This particular chain in my family has a very long history of pretty intense mental illness and uh, very heavy addiction. And so not all of the branches of this tree have happy endings. So as it turns out, his father, who I, who I do not know and never met, um, passed away due to alcoholism um, many, many years ago. And so he does not have a chance to reconnect with his father. His grandfather passed many years ago as well. And so he was sort of wondering who was left, and I didn't really have a lot of information to give him, but I said I would call my dad and my uncle and see what I could find. So I called my dad, and he wasn't really able to tell me much because um, he didn't have a lot to do with that particular chain. My, my nana was one of, um, well, she was technically one of eight. There were stillborn twins, but she grew up one of six. And... Um, so my cousin's grandfather, who is her brother, my grandmother's brother, uh, actually had lived in New York for a period of time. So he had sort of flown the coop and wasn't really engaged where the rest of the family had all stayed in one place. So my, my dad and my uncle didn't really know him very well. So my dad wasn't a lot of help, so I called my uncle, and he wasn't a ton of help, and he said, you know what? you should call um, your other cousin, who would be this new cousin that I found, his aunt. I hope I'm not confusing. I know ancestry and, and genealogy can get confusing. So my dad and uncle obviously have a cousin, and this cousin happens to be my new cousin's aunt. Um, so she is the sister of you know, my cousin's father who had passed away. Uh, and I, I know her from family reunions. We have been in the same place once a year for, you know, many, many years, but I don't know that we've ever actually had a conversation. So I felt a little bit nervous about calling her. Um, and I sort of sat with it for a while, but I was really reflecting on the conversations that I had had with my newfound cousin and really had the sense that he was just looking for, um, not necessarily closure, but answers, you know, again, where did I come from? Uh, I don't need any fairy tales. I don't need any illusions. I understand that my dad was not a good person and didn't make good choices, but I just want to know whatever I can because that's, you know, half of who I am and I want to know who's left and I want to see what connections I can make. And it felt to me almost like, you know, when someone finds out they're adopted, um, you know, that they really want to know their roots. And so I decided to call, um, you know, my, my other cousin who who I know of, but really had never conversed with. And I left her a message and I wasn't sure if it would be, you know, 
painful for her based on what my new cousin and my dad and my uncle had told me about, about, um, you know, this guy's father, which would be her brother. I didn't know if it would be opening up old wounds, um, but she did call me back and said that she'd be happy to answer whatever ancestry questions I had. And so I said, listen, I'm going to be honest. I have a little bit of a strange situation. I've been doing ancestry and and DNA and 23andMe, and I've been conversing back and forth with this person. And he um, is one of our relatives, but did not grow up knowing us, but he's really looking for answers. And I gave his name and she let out this very audible gasp and said, you're kidding me. And I thought, oh, my heart sank. I thought, oh, this is exactly what I didn't want to do. You know, and she went, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, now I feel terrible. This is not what I wanted. Like, I'm hurting her. I'm, you know, bringing up old wounds. And she said, you are not going to believe this. She said, just yesterday, just yesterday, I was trying to find him online. She said, because this is a hole in my heart. I have thought about him so often. I have wondered where he is. I have wondered, you know, how he was. I haven't seen him for almost 50 years. Um, And she said, and this is just this hole in my life. Um, And, you know, she's the last one standing. Her parents are gone. Her brothers are gone. So she's kind of the last of her tribe. Um, And so she's been looking to reconnect with, uh, you know, with this nephew that she really never had a chance to um, get to know and get to love and have a relationship with. And she was so overjoyed and I feel like I'm doing no justice telling the story, but I have to tell it in a way that I don't start crying because I felt so tearful um, after having these separate conversations with them where they both have this yearning to be connected. And here I get to be this bridge and it feels so beautiful and so wonderful. And, you know, my, my first Reiki teacher had said to me, um, you know, when you use Reiki or you do any kind of authentic healing work, not only do you heal yourself in the present, but you also heal the future and you unwind and heal the past. And it did not make sense to me for the longest time, but the, the longer I use Reiki, the more that I can attest that this is in fact true. And so here this is happening where, uh, you know, I have these two cousins who are, you know, aunt and nephew that have not had a chance for, you know, very sad reasons to have any kind of relationship and, um, you know, who kind of feel like, not that they're alone in the world, but that they are absolutely, you know, missing members of their tribe and by a miracle, by synchronicity, um, not by chance because there are no coincidences, uh, you know, I was able to connect with both of them and then put them in touch with each other. And so they're planning to have their first conversation this weekend. And it just feels so exciting to me. So again, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to give you this story in a very kind of bland, matter of fact (laughs) statement sort of way, because it, it actually is really hard for me to contain my emotions around this. But, um, here is where I see this happening. So, you know, When we talk about human resilience, here are these people that have not been able to have a relationship, um, you know, where, where, uh, 
a divorce went bad and addiction and alcoholism got in the way and there was a lot of hurt and that just went on for so long that it became the way it is. Um, and they both, you know, persevered. There's that human resilience. They went on uh, with this hope hidden in their heart that they would someday somehow be able to find each other again. And they have. Um, you want to talk about forgiveness, you know. If this is not a lesson in forgiveness, I don't know what is, my friends. Because, you know, when I talked to, um, to my cousin yesterday, who would be his aunt, she said, yes, my brother was very, very troubled. He had a lot of demons that he was not able to overcome. And he lost the fight in life very early because of that. But he was still a good person, and he still had a heart of gold, and he still loved his children, even if he didn't get to see them. And even though his choices led to a lot of isolation and severed ties, uh, you know, she holds love in her heart for her brother and has maintained love all of these years for uh, this nephew that she hasn't been able to have a relationship with. And I would imagine that it also requires forgiveness on the part of um, you know, this new cousin's mother who made the decision to sever all ties and, and raise him without knowing any of us. And I would imagine at this point it takes forgiveness on his part too, you know, the understanding of why his father wasn't allowed to be in his life, but also, um, you know, work in forgiveness with his mother with not you know, not allowing him to have a relationship with anyone, not his grandfather, not his aunts and uncles, not his cousins, um, you know, for, for completely cutting ties with the whole end of the family. So here we have human resilience. Here we have forgiveness. And above all else, we have miracles, don't we? Don't we have a miracle here? I know I have said to you so many times, and feel free, I can feel you rolling your eyes now because you know what I'm going to say, right? As long as you're breathing, there's still time. We always, always, always think that it's too late, that there isn't enough time left, that too much time has gone by, that it's, you know, it's been so long that nothing could ever change now. Well, look at this. Here's a story of love and redemption and reunion and forgiveness 50 years in the making and it's just by this random little bit of synchronicity that there's this other person out in the universe um, that decided to get into ancestry during a global pandemic and all of those things had to line up where he had the extra time and he got this little yearning in his heart and he found my family tree and um, you know, found me on 23andMe and saw that we were related and reached out and that I have the time right now um, to communicate with him and converse with him and make that connection. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not an accident. So how beautiful, you know, not everything that's happening in this pandemic is bad. There are beautiful things happening all around us. Um, and this is just one of those stories where, you know, we, we always think it's too late. I'm sure, uh, you know, I spoke with him again yesterday and I said, Hey, I have some news for you, buddy. None of us knew that we had you, but now that we have you, we're all in. So, you know, you've opened Pandora's box here and we're having a family reunion this summer 
and my uncle wanted to personally invite you so that you could meet everyone all at once. I said, I talked to your aunt. She is ready to greet you with open arms. She is willing to tell you anything you want to know about your father and your grandfather. Um, You know, she'll share pictures with you. She would love for you to come visit and stay with her. I said, boy, you have so much love waiting for you here that you didn't even know existed. And we didn't even know you existed. But now that we know you're here, we are thrilled and we can't wait to welcome you with open arms and have you meet all of us. And, um, you know, the other thing that feels really beautiful about it is that continuous cycle of life, you know, and that cheesy metaphor of when one door closes, another one opens, or, you know, every day and every moment of every day, someone is born and someone dies. And there's this sort of continual cycle of things. And um, I'm getting really um, choked up. So I'm sorry, my voice is breaking. But uh, as you know, my cousin that I was so close to passed away. And At the reunion this year, we're planning on having a little memorial for her when everyone is together and scattering her ashes, and she would have uh, been 53 this month. Um, So I've been thinking about, you know, what a vacuum, what a void it's going to feel like to be at this reunion without her, because truthfully, she was my favorite part of it. I love everyone in my family, but she was my person. And uh, I just know how empty it's going to feel without her being there. And now here comes this cousin that I didn't know I had um, that's 54, who will hopefully be at the reunion. And it just feels like this gorgeous, luscious, juicy full circle moment of um, not a replacement by any means not a distraction but there is this life and this essence that is gone from our tribe and here comes this new life and this new essence that we didn't even know we had and so to balance the sorrow and the sadness and the emptiness of her not being there um we now have the excitement and the joy and the wonder of discovering this new person that we didn't know we had. And it just feels like the most beautiful balance, doesn't it? I mean, ah, I try to keep things very uh, level and vanilla for everybody, but I, this, even as it's happening, I have goosebumps, I'm tearful, and I feel like I don't know how there could ever be a question uh, that God and angels exist because things like this cannot be manufactured. This is such a large coincidence, such a huge synchronicity. Um, And the fact that it just lined up for everyone, you know, I know my cousin was afraid that just like I was, that it would be too painful for anyone to talk about and it turns out to be the opposite. Um, you know, she can't wait to meet him and this is going to heal the hole in her heart where she can let him know the good parts of his father and she can remember the good things about her brother and have this relationship that she's been wanting to have. And he can be part of this tribe that he hasn't known. And it's just, it's just so beautiful. And in the middle of everything that's going on, there's 
so much wrong in the world right now. So much that's wrong in the world right now. And I don't want to take away from it and I don't want to discount it or minimize it. But sometimes, friends, we just need a good story. And that's all I wanted to share with you today is this very personal, very beautiful story that's unfolding. Um, And again, to me, it ties the room together. We have human resilience. We have miracles. We, We affirm that there are no coincidences. We have forgiveness. We have the affirmation that it's never too late, that as long as you're breathing, there's time. And, um, you know, that if we choose joy and if we look for the blessings and we wait for the goodness to find us, it absolutely will. So I hope that some beautiful, miraculous story finds you this week. And if you have anything that's similar to this that you would like to share, you know that I love a good story. Um, but really all I wanted to do this week was, was share this exciting news because it feels so wonderful to me and, and hope that it inspired you and uplifted you and encouraged you and, you know, affirmed a lot of the things that we've talked about in previous podcasts and just gave you something to smile about and to feel, uh, a little sunshine in your heart amidst all of the darkness that's out in the world right now. And, uh, I will, I will leave you with one little, one little thing Um, even though my husband will be very unhappy, he is, uh, not a very emotional person. And as I was telling him, you know, how the events were unfolding last night, and I was telling him how thrilled my cousin was, um, that I was going to be able to connect them and how healing it was going to be for her and that they were going to be able to have this relationship and that she was going to be able to tell stories about her brother and her father and share them with someone that really valued them. My husband, who we call the Brillo pad, was actually tearing up and said, this is such an incredible story. And he was getting emotional. So I know he's going to be mad at me for putting that out there, but you know, Love always wins, right? And uh, sometimes it, it melts even, even the uh, hardest of exteriors. So anyway, dear ones, I will leave you with that. I hope you have a wonderful, blessed rest of your week. And uh, we will reconnect next week, hopefully with more good news um, and more encouragement. So if there's something you want to hear about, something you want to hear me talk about, a topic that's interesting to you, always reach out to me. Uh, But yes, we will connect again soon. All right, much love, dear ones. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about Sakara Ray and Sheeler or get in touch with me, please go to my website, www.sheeler.net, or send me an email at ray at sheeler.net. Hope to hear from you soon.